Welcome back, Beards Wash Podcast, episode 320. Shaw's number podcast recorded in a basement. Been a couple weeks, but as always, we'll be back before week one of the NFL season, and then probably next week as well to break down either us very angry because Brian Burns decided not to play or get paid, or we win, and even if he didn't get paid, we win. I don't know. It'll be interesting, and we'll tice it all up here shortly. We got the five wide. Jeeves, how you doing? Doing all right. I had a very good weekend with Jacob on his birthday, Brew Hot. Uh, work was a little slow, but we got through it. Uh, if you're looking for me, it's Jeeves, 1988, all across the board. All right. And Adam, with I actually, I, I'm digging this hat more and more. I've seen it. The Honolulu Panthers. Love it. Oh, Finishing yeah. up summer, heading into fall. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, it's ready for the football season to start. Well, I still got uh, – freedom left in my life so let's let's i'm excited yeah so Hopefully. what's the what's the countdown on the the newest lures entering the world here soon uh what november 8th so okay ha- however long that is so <laughs> week seven. i know it's week seven we play houston we play houston the week before so somewhere somewhere after that will be uh I won't be going anywhere to watch the game, yeah. that's for sure. Well, luckily, the hospitals do have a decent little TV set up. They know the vibes. And nowadays, with your phone and everything else, you can, oh, really, yeah. you can really get it oh. going. But it's funny you bring that up, Week 7, because Nathan's second kid is due this Saturday. So he may be in the hospital for this Week 1 game. So oh, I don't. Damn. I mean, there's a lot of this dicing up with you guys here around the yeah. NFL season. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> so I'd be all, I'd be... Catherine be mad at me if it was week one. I know that. Much, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing the going through the first child, and it was a November birthday as well. So you're like, ooh, where's it going to be? Dice it up. And it was like a Thursday. And luckily it was a Thursday when the Panthers weren't playing or something. So it was like all good. And then by the time we got back to the out of the hospital, it already the game, you know, we got back in time for the game that Sunday or whatever. So hopefully it ends up. Good for you, and you can just kind of have it midweek, and then you can enjoy the game wherever it may be. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we still are having a season. That's you know just... what I mean? Yeah, maybe I won't care at that point. Yeah. I I expect <laughs> to still care, but that's how it goes. I mean, everyone knows where they can find me on Twitter. I don't think I even need to put it out there anymore. <laughs> fair enough. Harold fair Gen- enough. Harold Jenderson, though, if you. If you don't. <laughs> All right, and the man's doing his draft right now. So he's drafting and podding. Caleb, how you doing? Uh, fellas, happy to be back. Still four picks away. I think it's one of these leagues where everybody takes the full minute to draft every player they're selecting. So it's going to be a long night on that side. But, yeah, everything's good. Busy. I'm going to be in Kansas this week, so we'll mm. be trying to figure out how I'm going to watch the Panther game uh, on Sunday since it's not a local market. So pray <laughs> for me. Um, at Caleb Combs on Twitter and Instagram. All right. And Duvall, I, I know, not to kill it, I think everybody's college team, I don't have one really, won this. Caleb's got his NC State on, Duvall and G's with Carolina. a and I know Duvall, a got blasted too. So yeah, you, you can, you can join Adam's boat with UConn and Clemson for having disappointing <laughs> weekends. Caleb and Jeeves are on the, on the happy train there. But Duvall, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. And to kind of speak to A&T, I knew, like, I know we're just going through a coaching change. And I feel like we had, just like any other team, I feel like everybody has a window. And I feel like we had that window with, like, Cohen, and then we were running through the MEAC and all that. But then once we left, <laughs> talent changed, then the portal came. So not making excuses, we still got to ask. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's still good to see 
college football. I mean, I it was so much going on from Thursday to yesterday. Like, amazing. I enjoyed it. Um, and now we've only got two days away before NFL. Uh, but if you're looking for me, just Duval on Instagram, Rod versus Duval on Twitter. All right. For me, Jerry Nation, Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch podcast on Facebook. And then you can find us on all platforms listening to your whatever podcast listening pleasures you need. And, of course, YouTube, they see me rolling with our beer cards, brew reviews. And then back again, reaction videos, the big hitters. We'll see how it goes. We I've added some uh, some props this year, Duvall. We got I found two of those arm of arms that we can bust out. Hopefully, we can like bring some good vibes. I've got the replica helmet down here. We're gonna put on different times to change up okay. mojo. So either there's gonna be some like epic meltdowns like we had when the when Pinheiro missed those field goals and we looked silly, or hopefully we get some good wins and beers are dumped everywhere or something like that. So. Should be good, good stuff, so subscribe to that day. See me rolling for our YouTube. All right, let's dive into it. Panthers coming up. I think the biggest news, as I alluded to earlier, Brian Burns with a little hold-in after not playing the preseason but practicing in every practice unless he was held out for veteran rest day. Do we? It seems like the players think he's going to play. The coaches kind of are playing it coy. The GM hasn't really said anything. Lurs, what do you think? You think that he's he's playing Sunday? Yeah, I think he's playing. I mean, why would you why would you play the whole training camp? You yeah. know what I mean, and and just do it now. I, I mean, I I think it's just all based on Bosa waiting on Bosa. I mean, we kind of gave him a little ammo, like announcing, you know, we declined to trade for him all that last season. So, I mean, I think it's just gamesmanship on both. So. I mean, I, I'd be lying if I'm not a little nervous now just because, but I, I, I really believe he's going to play. And I believe, I think we'll get the deal done tomorrow, hopefully. But unless Bosa holds out, that could get dicey. But I think we'll, we have to pay him. We yeah. have to pay him. Whether you think, you know, he's like a top five rusher or a top ten, whatever, I'm cool with it. We got the rookie quarterback for a reason, right? So we can afford to overpay, especially at a – the prime position. I mean, if he's not on the field, that's going to completely change our defense, and I don't think we can – we don't want to start the season off like No, that. not not with Haynes being out, and now your most veteran rusher is a 34-year-old Justin Houston, which I don't think they planned on playing him 80 snaps or whatever, 50 snaps or whatever. He's probably 30-something. So, yeah, I kind of – I just kind of thought this tidbit too. All the other teams have announced their captains, right? And, and now it's not like we're going to announce ours Wednesday. And you know Burns yeah. is going to be one, but how awkward is it going to be if he's a captain but he's not showing up to meetings and stuff. So maybe they are holding out hope, knocking out a deal, getting here. But I'm with you on that, Adam. It, it seems like they're waiting for Bosa. I mean, obviously I don't think he deserves as much or if it, the same amount as Bosa, but the market's yeah. the market. And as you alluded to, when you turn down two ones and a two – you kind of say, well, we're going to unload the bank to you because if not, if we weren't going to pay you, we would have just traded you for that haul and just completely hit the reset button. So they kind of know that. Um, you know, I read something today where they kind of want to pay him in the in the Max – was it – who's the guy from the Raiders? Crosby. Yeah, Max, Max Crosby, Crosby range. And he yeah. kind of wants a little higher than that. And I guess he's just wanting to see if, you know, if Bosa pulls the trigger. But Bosa seems like he may sit out week one. And I don't know if yeah. Burns is ready to – to do that, yeah. So, what what are you thinking, Lurs? I mean, Duval. Yeah, I I uh, 
I think he's he's too much of an asset for them to kind of just wait around and do that. I think, I mean, not trying to compare us to San Francisco, but I and I don't even know who San Francisco has with one, but I think they can find a way to kind of get out of there and, and, and skate away and get a win week one based off of their got, schedule. Week one, they have uh, Niners have uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, see, that's kind of one of those. I mean, they could, but I, I think they'll get it done. Um, I don't think he wants to go anywhere. I don't even really think he wants to kind of shake up the way it's been shaken up. It's just one of those things where, like, I mean, this should be done by the start of the season. I think that's what he wants it to be. You don't want it to kind of fester over and then something happens and he gets he signs week four, week five, or anything like or resigns or anything like that. And um and I don't know if our GM really does a lot of extensions in the middle of the season anyway. So um I think it'll get done. I mean it might get done later on this evening or, you know, breaking news within the next hour or so. But I think it'll get done and we'll be fine. He'll be a captain and we can kind of just put it behind us and look forward to uh to Sunday. That's just my thought. Man, you guys are positive yeah, about this game. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. The rumor today was they were like six mil apart. I mean, I think it's, uh, I think it's uh, pretty wild that uh, he would, you know, like Laura said, be there the entire training camp and then all of a sudden switch. So I think they're a lot further apart than everybody thinks they are. I, I think he deserves more than – Crosby and probably less than, you know, like somewhere in the 26, 27 mil range is probably what I'd be okay. 30 mil seems pretty rich, but with the new TV money, who knows what that'll look like. But I had zero concerns about it until yesterday, and it's it's pretty scary. And I don't think this team goes down to Atlanta and wins without him. I can tell you that much. So at the end of the day, this is a bad look on the front office. You, 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 You don't take the trade for him last year. And now you're sitting there this far apart. You've had almost a year to, to get something done. So uh, something's got to be figured out. That uh, that seat fitter is sitting on. It's going to start getting hot here soon. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It is, it is a little, as as Larry said, concerning. But it's wild. I wonder what the, and maybe it was because the money was so far apart. Because everything seemed to be gravy, right? Like, oh, I'm going to play. It'll work itself out. And then all of a sudden we... We got up to the cuts, and then it was like, oh, no, I'm going to kind of sit in. He's still going to meetings, but he's not at the walkthroughs. And I guess tomorrow is like the first official practice on the field for game week. Will he be there? I mean, and it's kind of like, who else are you going to pay? So we're kind of stuck in a position where we kind of have to, as Larry said, overpay. And But you don't – you're trying to do a roster build, so how do they do it? Do you give him more guaranteed money signing up front? Is he then – the highest-paid defensive player for 48 hours, then Bosa takes a deal because it seems like Bosa's waiting because he wants to get the hugest deal out of all of it. I, you know, it's a weird one because he does seem like he wants to play football, but where did that change of heart come where it seemed like all was good and then it was like, no, I'm not going to play. And maybe it was somebody like, well, you might get hurt. And then they're going to try to even slice it down because he has had some nicks here and there and he's not a, a huge dude, but I don't know. It just seems a, a weird thing to do so close to the season. And I do think... Fitterer, and we can jump on a lot of the draft picks that were rule guys, but you know he had some good signings, had some bad signings. Robbie Anderson, chosen Anderson, chosen Robbie, whatever he's called now. Dante Jackson, uh, uh, DJ Moore got it, but then we traded him away. So he's gotten them done before the season, but the most important one it seems hasn't happened. Yeah, I mean the Panthers mishandled this from the start. You, you turn down that trade, you give 
all of the leverage to Burns and his agent. I mean, they have zero leverage. He's the best player on their team, and you turn down two first. He, he pulled in a bigger haul than Christian McCaffrey, right? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day. So, like, you got to pay the guy. And if you can't get it done in 10 months, they've been sitting on their hands since last October with all the chance in the world to rework a deal with this guy. So it, it's uh, – it's going to be an interesting few days. I mean, I would love a notification the next hour that it's done. At this point, just pay the man 30. You, yeah. you put yourself in the box, and, and you kind of have to do it at this point. Yeah, you kind of <clears throat> front load it because you know you've got the rookie on the cheap deal, and then the batting, and then you may you not necessarily kick the can down the road, but figure out if, if he's still worth it in three years. And they're not going to have a rookie to pay next year. So that's $20 more million dollars they that's, don't have, yeah. or a first-round first rookie round, yeah. next year. Yeah, so uh, you got money to use. Well, in the cap, man, we can manipulate that, convert it to the signing bonus every year if we have to. You know what I mean? So I think it gets done. I think that the cap, not naming captains is intentional right there. So, I mean, I hope it gets done. Yeah. I tell you what, I, I think I agree. If we don't have Burns in Atlanta, it's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, I think Ritter is dog shit. So, <laughs> but still, I mean, without Burns on that line, that changes everything for the defense. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even with Burns, it's slim. Even yeah. with Burns, it's pretty slim. So it takes everything away when he's not there. No, Burns is great. I love the guy, and you, I think he's a premium player to premium position. But I just think the pass rush in general is just—it's a yeah, lot of question so, marks. Like Gross Matos is like ah. I mean, we got Justin yeah. Houston, but he's still he, – he's an older guy. I don't think he's, you know – Not a lot of depth. Yes. Not a lot of depth. Agree. sure. That's and, the whole I mean, roster. And really, we yeah. haven't even seen that defense at full strength because every preseason game, somebody, veteran young, or young guy, sat out just because of coach's decision. But, I mean, teams moved up and down the field when Burns, Brown weren't on the – weren't on there because they weren't disrupting. So, it'll be – I don't know. Yeah, it, it could get dicey and ho- – it'll – Maybe all this negative talk will completely flip it as soon as I upload the podcast. He'll he'll sign a deal or do it like at six a.m. tomorrow or something. But you know, oh well, who knows? So, but other than that, I mean, let's I guess let's get through. I know it was, it's kind of old news with cuts in the beginning of the season, and I don't think anybody was a surprise cut, right? I, I, I'm a little surprised. All the rule guys are about gone except for the first round picks and and Chuba. Right, I think that's a, other than that. I don't really know if any more rule. Cade Mays, so an offensive lineman who had some promise, but man, they're they're definitely. I mean, Fritter owned it, said they're all our picks. But to Kayla's point of being on the hot seat, I mean, I don't think Bryce Young is going to look like dog shit. But if he doesn't make that trade and we sit back and have to end up taking Will Levis, he would have been really on the hot seat. But I. We, I got to see some more action of him hitting the later rounds because DJ Johnson doesn't look too great. Jamie Robinson looked like he was lost, and he didn't look like the dog that everyone was talking about that we got. So, I don't. I mean, how are we feeling about that? Uh, I mean, go ahead, Dolores. Uh, I mean, it's it's really hard to say with the preseason. Like, yeah, you know, because like I do believe we really like. I know everyone's vanilla in preseason. But it, every game, it still seemed like we were being vanilla. Uh, I mean, I was I was giving Fritter some heat last year, and I think you're exactly right. Before the Bryce trade, I mean, I'd probably be calling for his head right now if we didn't make that trade with the Burns thing going on. Yeah. So he definitely, I mean, 
especially if somehow Bryce don't look that great, I think he could easily get the boot this year, like after this year. Uh, but I don't know. It's so tough, you know, with the preseason. Like, O-line looked bad. Like, you mentioned Cade Mays. It looks like he – everyone kind of thought he'd be the plug-and-play starter for Corbett. It looks like Olzavala is going to be that guy, which is encouraging to me. Yeah. Go Pack. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I like him. I, I do really like him. I was really pumped about that draft pick. And I'm always a fan of, you know, getting the rookies out there earlier than later. And obvious – I mean, honestly, the most concerning – I'm more concerned about our receiving room, especially with Chark's hamstring. I was looking forward to seeing what he had. So I thought he was going to have a nice little bounce back. But he's already got the hamstring issues. And, I mean – Thielen had a nice catch, but he also had some – he looked slow out there. <laughs> he had a bad drop, like hit him right in the face. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a little it's a little nerve-wracking. There's definitely – we don't have depth anywhere, like yeah. Caleb said, and that's, that's scary. Yeah, I think I've given Federer the benefit of the doubt, and it's, it's kind of a put-up-or-shut-up year. Um, but, again, it's the – what we've always talked about, how much was rule, how much was him, right? Yeah. Like they get rid of all of rules guys. The next day he comes in, he's politically correct. He says, yeah. we made him as a team, but like, did you, yeah. I mean, the guys, the guys seats still warm from last year and you got rid of every player he drafted essentially. So it, it's kind of a tough fitter. So tough to judge right now, but, but it, the newness is wearing off and they got to start performing. And I think this Bryce thing is what it all hinges on. Like you said, Lords, the guy's got to be legit, and he looks legit. And yeah. He sounds legit, yeah. and like I think it was the best move the franchise has probably ever made uh, going up to get him. But well, that's obviously way we can wait to see that. But yeah, I mean, fit is just so hard to judge. I've been a huge fan of his. Uh, I think his aggressiveness is awesome. I think his press conferences, he says the right things. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. It's just everything past the first round has just been dog shit. <laughs> it's just been real bad, and that's kind of why we're in this position. Yeah. Where the roster feels good enough to win until you watch preseason and realize anything past the first stringers may be the worst backups in the league. So, I, and, yeah. and on top of that, none of our players who we cut got claimed. So it, yep. it, it further proves the point that, like, nobody thinks highly of anybody that we let go. Like – that that just kind of also says like how bad our depth is in general because it just we got everybody back we wanted on the practice except for Corral that's the only player got claimed the Corral whatever but we knew that was a I mean once we took Bryce all that was gonna be was a maybe if he hangs around and this preseason lit it up he didn't if he somehow hung around and then lit it up next preseason you could trade him for a, a fifth or sixth or something but that was a big maybe as is anyway right once you go with Bryce Young, you kind of got to get rid of the other guys as other teams have done. So it is what it is. But I mean, Keith Taylor, who we all know sucked, didn't. No one touched him. No one touched Stanley Thomas Oliver. I mean, Shy Smith, who had flashes, but at least we're at the point where they can cut and move on and admit that it's not that anymore. Because for years we've talked about Ron Rivera and Burson. And Burson stuck around, and it was like, yo, there's got to be somebody better than this and Kalen Clay and all these guys. So I'll give him a little, you know, uppity for that. But, yeah, no, he's – DJ John – nobody in the later rounds really, besides Zavala, 
said, oh, okay, that's a guy. I think they just stuck around because they were draft picks because that first one where Jamie Robinson got completely twisted around, I thought he was supposed to be this hard-hitting safety, and he came in there really soft. I was like, golly, man, what are we doing? So I don't know. It will be. Hopefully Bryce Young stays healthy and they can it can look competitive, but it is definitely a, a seat warmer for him, and he's got to have some of those, those late picks produce. But, Duvall, what are you thinking? Yeah. So, so I, I guess you know I try I try to be optimistic, but I think that this if if did, as as Caleb said, this is Fitter's year to really show something. I mean, we we obviously think when we think highly of the promise that we have for Bryce Young, we've got promise on the the second round receiver too. So this could be where at least we get number one and number and second round pick. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm concerned about the the receiving core, but I'm also looking forward to seeing what we have at the tight end position. Um, bringing over Hurst, um, he's definitely an upgrade over Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas, I think, is a better blocker, but uh, from an actually receiving standpoint, I think Hurst has something. Um, I mean, I think this is also another year to prove it for for Marshall, and also, I mean, I guess Thielen to kind of just have a change of scenery. We're not asking him to have 15, 1,400 yards, but if he can be serviceable for seven, 800 yards and everybody can really – maneuver and do well I think it's going to be good the one thing that I think is a I guess the the thing I want to look forward to is Bryce Young doesn't have a legit number one receiver so there's not really anybody that's going to command the ball and he seems like the type of person to really distribute it to whoever's open and he's going to go through and he's going to be methodical and smart about his reads and everything so it's not going to be where Cam was four speeding Steve Smith in his first few years then it was Benjamin then it was Olsen so it's like okay well one game it might be somebody, the next game might be somebody else. Um, so it, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I really hope that uh, these two first round and second round picks and, and some of the later picks actually come around and do well too. Like you said, it's kind of still early. And the preseason was extremely vanilla. Like I don't even know if I, – I, I was worried. I was just like, damn, like we're not doing anything. We're not even moving the ball. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. Like – at some point, I was like, okay, well, the staff's got to at least put together 10 plays. But we'll, we'll see Sunday how vanilla, if that was kind of telling of how the season's going to go, or is it just going to be they just really wanted to keep everything like under wraps until the season. I will say, though, that Detroit Lions game, you could tell them motherfuckers want to score a touchdown. Like, they yeah, opened yeah, up that playbook, and they were doing a little bit more than just vanilla because everyone had said it. Well, you know, you just saw, uh, who was it? Anthony Richardson get at least 15 throws a game. Bryson only thrown the ball, like, what, 15 times out of two games. And so you could tell they were like, we've got to at least go down here and score a touchdown because he's got to at least get that feel for it. So they did finally get to it. I am also interested to Thomas Brown, I felt, when he was getting his quarters that second half, the rhythm seemed to be a little bit better. I don't know when Frank Wright's going to turn it over, and he alluded to maybe this season, more than likely next season. You ha- To get that comp pick, if the minority candidate has to stay on your roster or your team for at least a year, so is this his way of keeping the offensive play calling on his side, giving to Thomas Brown next year, and if he leaves after next year, they get that third-round comp pick or whatever, if Thomas Brown gets a head coaching gig, because – we just saw how Bienemy wasn't getting any coaching gigs because he wasn't calling any plays. I don't know. That's just my conspiracy theory behind the scenes kind of thing. But I, that, to me, could become a, a interesting topic if it does get too vanilla. But I think that was the main 
reason they took Bryce Young was because they don't have to be vanilla. I just don't think they want to show all their cards yet from the jump and save some of that as we always talk about new quarterbacks in the league. You can go watch Alabama tape, but the Alabama tape is going to be different than what he's going to play for the Carolina Panthers. And maybe they want to get a jump and get you know get off to a hot start before teams really dive into the tape and start realizing Thielen's slow and it, whatever <laughs> Chuba Hubbard can't catch, all that kind of stuff. So, so I I refuse to let preseason freak me out too much. I mean, it it was pretty disappointing. I thought the offensive line play was the most disappointing. Yeah, I thought Rice looked fine. I. I honestly thought Thielen looked pretty good. I mean, if the dude could just find spots and get open, catch and fall down, I don't really care <laughs> as long as he gets open. And, and at the end of the day, uh, this is going to sound crazy, but I think the guy I'm most excited about is Miles Sanders, and he didn't play a snap yeah. only because I think I think he's going to be a really good safety valve and be really involved in the uh, pass catching game, which he was with Deuce, right? Mm-hmm. When Deuce was in Philly, he had his best pass a year of his career so I'm hoping that that's going to be really and I don't know you didn't have Chark you didn't most of it it just the whole presence it felt weird the only thing I was concerned about was the offensive line but as far as Frank I like Frank a lot I like this coaching staff a lot but have you guys heard the stat that Frank's like oh four and one and and opening season games oh I didn't see that thanks appreciate that Week one games, he's like 0-4-1 in his career. And that's with luck and everything. So that's a little concerning because uh, – Wait, did he, think, ever, did he ever have Andrew Luck? Yeah, his first year. His first year did? Okay, I thought it was like he retired. And yeah. He was like, damn, this fucking sucks. Okay. No, I think it was year two that he retired. Gotcha, okay. Like second year. Okay. But like – but the thing is, and if when you – I'm sure we're going to dive into the schedule a little bit, but like when you look at the schedule, these first two – Weeks are must win games. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you lose, the, I mean, one and one, you can be like, all right, it's a rookie quarterback. We'll see what's going on. But if you start the year 0 and 2, shut it down. The season's over. I'm telling you right now. If you lose the two division opponents back to back in the worst division in football, it's over. And so, like, getting off to a hot start. And look, we could talk about moral victories and we can say, hey, if they finish 7 and 10 and Bryce looks incredible the second half of the year, we're going to feel better than we have in six years, all those kind of things. And I don't disagree with that. But with this roster and the coaching staff, there's absolutely no reason not to be in the conversation for the division. And it's going to be a failure if 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 they're 0-2 in three weeks. Like, it's going to be – it's not going to be pretty. So – and also, like, there's four games after – for the week two are really difficult. Yeah, that's our toughest stretch. Yeah, yeah. So, so like going into the bye, they need to aim to be three and three or whatever it is because, and two of the easiest games are week one and two. So, we'll see. But hopefully, the uh, the Frank Reich streak stops this year. Well, and uh, the, you see the number one pick streak. The last one to win their opening game was freaking David Carr. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I mean, we always do bad in Atlanta. That's why I'm like, yeah. All right, Bryce. Bryce is going to change all these tunes. You know, everyone's hating on him. How short he is still. Like the jokes are there all the time. He's very familiar with playing in that dome. So mm. maybe sh- that maybe that can go a little way. I should have drafted in Bijan Robinson because he's probably going to run for 150 on Sunday. <laughs> nah, see what they'll do. They'll fucking give Aguilar 15 carries or something like that. Try to hide Bijan. Yeah. Uh, I love how Caleb went from positive on Burns to if we go 0-2, shut it down, 
Forget it, it all. <laughs> Don't even watch the season <laughs> after two weeks. I, I was. I he's said I was wrong. concerned. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think he's exactly right, though. I mean, we can't go zero and two in the division to start the season. Like, not I in think, this division. Not in this no, division. No, not at all. And I mean, after that, we have like Detroit, Miami, what Minnesota, Seattle, Seattle like. So it gets tough. I mean, who knows? But we start two and zero. We got momentum then. Who knows what could happen there? So we have. I mean, I'm almost to the point where we have to win week one. Like that's almost a must win to me. Like more than even two, because. I think starting the season losing to a Desmond Ritter led Atlanta would be that'd be a killer. It's gonna I'd set the tone. Player. It's gonna set the tone. I mean, look, if you go zero and two, Cam went zero and two in his rookie year, but he threw yeah. for four hundred yards both games. You're like, holy shit, we have a quarterback. He's gonna be incredible. And like, if you want to have that discussion in two weeks, that's fine. But with the way that this team ended last year, the coaching staff, and what we've said as a decent enough roster to make the playoffs for going on three years now, if if Bryce Young can just be smart enough to to not throw the games away, there's just no reason to be 0-2 in a couple weeks. Unless Brian Burns doesn't sign, and <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I don't... Bijan runs for over 200 yards on us on Sunday. <laughs> It's possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Brian Burns might be the greatest defensive end of all time to not know how to set an edge on on run defense. So <laughs> even with Brian Burns, he might run for 150. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's I, – I think I'm just trying to just enjoy leading up to it because we're in a spot we haven't been in since, you said, 2011, right, where it's like, okay, or at least – you know, we had those years with Cam when before his shoulder and everything else fell apart. But I hope, to me, yes, I want to win Sunday. But if he does have a crazy game where it's 400 yards and four TDs and somehow we lose because Pinheiro misses three extra points near the, in the line or whatever it is, then I, I won't feel as bad as if it, you know, if it was – I don't know. He he throws for one TD and four picks, and you know we we lose by twenty two or something crazy like that. But I, I get I, I do get what you're saying with with the division. It, it's going to be very interesting because all these teams seem to be like the exact same level of skill with different positions being higher than others. Each team, but I'm trying not to get as doom and gloom yet. But I do respect the awareness of it. O and two could be that. And I don't want to be doom and gloom either because I do think they made the right choice with Bryce, and I do understand he's a rookie quarterback, and all. And it's going to take a few, maybe a month or two, for this offense to gel to Frank Reich. Again, I think there's positives that could come later in the season. I just think playoffs are done if they start zero and two. The playoff talks. The playoffs talk stops. You're not making that up. You know, starting zero and two in this division. So um, do you, do you feel? As good about this prediction if they go 0-2 as you did when Tom Brady wasn't going to make the playoffs, but he ended up Ooh. winning the Super Bowl. Which one do you feel stronger on? I feel like you have these written down and you just <laughs> read them before I come in the pocket. <laughs> um, he keeps his receipts. He keeps all his receipts. <laughs> nah, well, I, feel, I feel much better about this one. But okay. If they start 0-2 okay. against – I know this team a lot better than I knew that Tampa team. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, yeah. 0-2, I would assume that they're not going to make the playoffs. Okay. Okay. But I can still take positives from the season. Okay. Don't get me Fair wrong. Enough. Fair I, enough. I think 2011, 
Cam's rookie season, they went what six and ten or something. Yeah, I I left that off season being like, oh hell yeah, yeah. we're in it for the long haul now. So uh, I could do the same thing here. And I I think with Bryce Lurs led to it. Bright uh, Thielen did look very slow, but. With Bryce's accuracy, it's almost like he overcomes. Yeah. Like he, he almost can overcome some of those players' deficiencies and place. I mean, we haven't seen ball placement like that and some of those throws in preseason ever. Like ever in some of those. Like Cam had a couple times where there's that one throw I remember to Ed Dixon where it like went barely over that Falcons player's helmet and he would hit some of those. But his was you know few and far between those accuracies. And Bryce, it just seems like that's where I'm excited. Where the quarterback play and his cerebralness of it all is something I'm prepared like we have not seen as a, at a quarterback for the Panthers really ever in that and he doesn't have to you know rely on brute strength sometimes he can rely on everybody else while also being incredibly smart and if he can if he's as smart as they say he is Peyton Manning-esque I mean we could be in for a good run here and then you know all the way for us getting into our 40s kind of thing so that'd be I mean, that'd be unreal, you know what I mean? If we can sit here by in 10 years from now, like, oh, we got a Super Bowl win, and we're 44, 42, 43, whatever one's age is, I mean, that would be unreal, as in we were enjoying our early 20s with Cam, so. Yeah, and I, I know I was kind of shitting on Thielen, but, I mean, I love the dude. I think he's been one of the most underrated receivers the last five years. And, you, and I mean, if you're talk, talking about Bryce being cerebral and whatnot, which I 1,000% agree I mean, I think Thielen's that kind of receiver, too. I'm just more worried about having, like, you need a speed guy. Yeah. And obviously, Mingo Mingo is kind of like a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. I'm, he's probably the player I'm most excited about. The, uh, I mean, I agree with Caleb on Sanders. I think he's being slept on still, too. And it's not like – and he's been practicing, too. So, yeah. I'm happy we held him out. And he's on my fantasy team, so <laughs> – I need him to show out. But also, like, Frank Wright leaned on the run before. He was the coach when Taylor broke all those records. Yep. So, uh, I mean, I I still think – I still think, yeah, we're, we, we should win the division. I really still believe that. I know Derek Carr looked good, but also, I mean, preseason's about timing. You know, Derek Carr's been in this league for how many years now? Yeah. And he's playing with a bunch of vets. Like, we're not. So – the preseason, not really worrying about, but we do. We have to win that Atlanta game. I, yeah. I think because I, I mean I think I don't see why there's any reason they're better than us. Like in any facet, I know they made some signings on defense, but I mean Grady Jarrett's the only defensive lineman that I'm really concerned about, and he is lining up in that spot where Corbett's supposed to be. So that makes me nervous. But I still feel like in the preseason we were letting all our linemen you know, to have one-on-one matchups to see what they could do. And from the first game to the last game, I mean, Bryce moved around a ton after that first game, and that's what he's going to do throughout the season, and that's what he was good at doing in Alabama. And he, I mean, he got lit up a bunch of times, and he took the hits fine. So, honestly, I was kind of happy to see that. So, I think I think we're going to be fine, but, I mean, yeah, you never know. And we're so scarred. I'm just happy that Matt Rule looked like a damn idiot in his first game. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd trade uh, a blown Clemson loss any day to see Matt Rule suck that. Oh, man, and him going against Dion this week. It's like the football gods are just giving us what we need yep. to see for the Matt Rule. Just, I mean, and that press conference, he just it's, just, it's just so great where he 
didn't blame it on late game problems, but then he did blame it all within the one paragraph he said. So it was hilarious to see that again. But yeah, and I'll and go did off. He say, the, did he say that was like? Did he say like it was no such thing as a close, close yes. win? But then he follows yeah. up to say it was a close loss. Close loss. Yeah, I was like, that makes no damn sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was watching the state UConn game and it ended, and then flipped over to the Nebraska game, and I was way more nervous watching the Nebraska game <laughs> than to lose than NC State yeah. to win. Yeah. I was praying that mm. entire fourth quarter, man. Uh, that. There's no nothing more different from one another than primetime and Matt Rule oh, across the field from each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! It's going to be great. Kill him! <laughs> I hope they kill him. But I do agree with Lurs on the Mingo thing. I'm excited that that one catch he made against the Giants, where it was that slant route, and he got blown up, but stayed on his feet and got an extra eight. We haven't had a receiver like that since Steve Smith. So. I hope he can stay healthy, and I don't know why he fell to the to the second round because I guess the receivers are just going like crazy now. But if him yeah. and Bryce can get a connection going, I think that you know that could be fantastic as well. But yeah, no, I mean it's ready for it and ready to see how they're gonna. You know, they should be able, as you said, win it. But I just don't want any crazy shenanigans. But I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah, uh, I, look. I'm positive about it. I, I'm happy with where they are. I think they've done incredible things in the offseason. Preseason was a little concerning, but again, I said I'm not going to freak out about preseason. Everybody was like, oh, they look terrible. I'm like, the starters are getting one uh, series, you know, one quarter. It's it's going to be fine. So it, I, I sound negative. I'm just negative about playoff hopes if they start 0-2. But I'm happy with the direction of the entire franchise. And can we, can we at least give it up? I know we – we got on Fitterer a little bit, but he cut Michael Jordan and he cut Cam Irving. Yep. I mean, name your mistakes, man. That's, I, name I, your mistakes. Like yep. I said, we said earlier, at least they're not letting these guys hang around. Like, because it was really starting to bug me of why they kept putting Cam, Michael Jordan in the games. Because I'm like, this guy over time and time again has proved that he's not getting any better. He's the same guy. Same thing with Cam Irving. This guy's been in the league for like nine years now, and he still looks like he's a undrafted left tackle. He was a first round first yeah, first round pick and he still just gets smoked on every other play. So I am glad they went the younger route of maybe some potential development guys. It could bite us in the ass if injuries happen, but shit, if you put Michael Jordan and Cam Irving out there, it was going to bite you in the ass regardless. So maybe you find a diamond in the rough if, if an injury happens. And I and I kind of agree with Lurs. I feel like the the line kind of settled down and maybe that vanilla play call didn't have those guys ready to go. Icky did look a little bit off, but Maybe he just was knowing it was preseason and wasn't going as hard, and maybe they were leaving a lot of one-on-ones. And then he did admit he he heard a call wrong and, and looked yeah. on it. So, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll be tuned up, ready to rock. Every And that's the thing about football. Everybody gets beat at one point. But I do love how Adam said, when you watch Bryce Young play, you don't – like you, you can see that he's 5'9 or whatever it is, or 5'11, whatever it is. But damn, he moves around so much, and he makes those his own throwing lanes that you forget he's that small. The only time you remember it is when he's standing next to somebody like Icky, who's six foot five, three thirty. But man, I mean, we just went through a Baker Mayfield batted pass season. We lost a game after three batted passes to the Bucks. So, I, you know, he at least seems like he moves around the pocket, and, and you forget that he's that small. Yeah, and and I guess the, the one of the biggest advantages is. Even though they look at it as a dis- disadvantages of being him being smaller, is it because he's been smaller? He's been playing quarterback at the highest level at that particular size and won a Heisman 
at that size. So he's able to do it, and he's able to make a way out of no way, which I'm also excited about. And also to your point from a coaching and also from GM perspective, you can see the aggression because if they're putting out there and they got confidence in rookies and first and second year players, really throwing them to the wolves and seeing what they've got, and they're really willing to cut veterans because it's like, okay, they're not really going to cut it. We got enough veteran leadership here in the locker room to where we're able to be okay. I mean, I'm all for it. I'm all for letting some of these guys be aggressive. And, I mean, guards, you know, you can find them in second, third, fourth, fifth rounds. And, I mean, if they can be, even if they're not all pros, but if they're, like, really, really dominant and really, really consistent at that guard and center position and any other position on the offensive line is is, is a gem for me. So we've got to keep him upright, keep him healthy, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, and to add on to the Bryce comments, I mean, Drew Brees was small, right? I mean, it, it, we've seen it done before, and Super Bowls have been won. And I think the thing I'm just most excited about is what everybody's been saying, his mind. I mean, I God bless Jake and Cam, love them both. But this guy's head and shoulders just sound smarter than both of them when he talks, you know? And it just seems like <clears throat> he's going to know the playbook. He's going to read defenses. And it just feels like that's something we've never had as a franchise. Cam was scrappy. I mean, I'm sorry. Jake was scrappy. Cam was more athletic and bigger than everyone, had a bigger arm. <clears throat> but this guy just seems like he can beat you with his mind, and I don't think we've ever had that as a franchise. And when you look at the guys that win Super Bowls, those are the guys. You yep. look at Brady's, you look at Manning's, you, you, um, you know, those are the guys that beat defenses with their offensive play calling at the line, their scheme blocking at the line, and we've just never had anything like that. So so that's an advantage already. And then you just look how he, he's a ball placement specialist. He puts the ball where it needs to be. So um, keep him healthy, block well for him. He'll find throwing lanes. He's, he can move around in the pocket. I, I just think that's the most exciting part because it's just something we haven't seen before as a franchise. I'll tell you what, if uh, Pinheiro blows another game in Atlanta, though, I'm going to want his head after game <laughs> one. I don't care how much they gave him in the offseason. I do not want to see that again. That's for sure. I do got to say, Cade York from kicking a, what, 58-yard game winner against us in week one last year to then getting cut by the Browns this year, I mean, that was just one of the most, like, Life comes at you fast. Like, how much changes for a team of the year? I mean, the Browns thought they were going to the damn Super Bowl after they beat us on a 58-yarder. Yep. A couple questionable calls there. You know, Jacoby Brissett in the game, all that. The fake spike or the, you know, all that kind of thing to a guy getting cut, which, you know, I'm with you, Adam. It, what has been up recently with kickers and injuries, Zane Gonzalez got hurt again in San Francisco. So, I appreciate them, you know, doing that trade for and keeping Pinheiro, but then all of a sudden, Pinheiro gets hurt in the preseason. Maybe it was more being cautious, but goodness gracious, man, what, what has gone on? We went from Graham Gano, who was healthy for a good little bit, to then he had his injury thing, and we just haven't been able to shake a kicker injury for a while. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's scary. And, I mean, we're going to need our it, kicker this year because no matter how good we are, you know, I feel like we're going to be in a lot of close games either way. We were last year. So, yeah. we need a reliable kicker. Hope, I mean, and after the Atlanta game, he was a reliable kicker. So, 
hopefully that's past him. But you know, the, you know how it goes with kickers. Yep. So you get the yip. Oh man, and you're screwed. It's, it's the curse of uh, Harrison Bucker. Still, yeah. <laughs> yep. We we don't deserve a good kicker, is what we don't. Yeah. Uh. Well, yeah. It's all, it's all the hate on Casey too after kicking it out of bounds. That oh. was like God shining. And then like Gano's been fucking elite after he left us. And I mean, I was one of the. I was a big proponent of getting rid of him. I'm, I'm pretty much a kicker hater at this point. <laughs> so I, 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 lo- I just want them all to prove me wrong. But there was nuts, too. Like, two kickers were traded uh, at the cut deadline, you know, this preseason from other teams, like the Dustin Hopkins and whatnot. So, I mean, it's not only our problem, at least. Yes. A lot of teams have that problem. Jaguars been recycling kickers for years. So, yeah. I, hopefully we found the right one, but... Again, I mean, if we have to, if, if kickers are our only worry, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, that's true. But it is, I mean, there's still a good couple ones out there. I, I thought it was funny after the Niners made all those moves. They, Gonzalez got hurt, and Robbie Gold put out the, he did the Deion Sanders, you know, you know where you you know where to find me and kicked like a 50-yarder at a high school field or something. So at least there's some veteran guys out there where if you felt like you wanted to go with that, but I know they like to keep their kicker as the kickoff man, and that was the whole poor Robbie Gold, I think, last year with the 49ers. Once it, they had to at least get it down like the 25 or 35, he couldn't get it past the 50 anymore. So, as all those kickers, it, Casey was the same way, is the reason he kind of, once their leg goes, you can't kick that 55 or at least give you three points is a tough one. So, yeah, no, I just hope we can, you know, get through warm ups, no injuries, get through week one, nothing big, crazy happening. Um, and yeah, Bryce stays healthy, and 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 Miles Sanders can stay healthy, and we can Jonte Jackson. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of ifs, and then that that I, I appreciate the fitter moves too with getting that receiver from Kansas City. He seems like a speed guy. I like him to kind of you know supplement how long Shark's going to be gone, and maybe give us a little return guy. I liked his attitude on every time I touch the ball, I want to score kind of thing. Interview. So we knew we couldn't fitter couldn't sit around and not make a trade. And he traded it like what six in the morning or four in the morning was for that guy before the cuts or whatever it was. So, and at least it was just what a, a seventh round pick swap or something crazy like that. So, nothing something too crazy. We'll have no idea happened. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Until you see it come up on the little like before the draft, like here's the picks you have. So, but yeah, yeah I, I can't. Like the, I like the Troy Hill signing too. I mean, it's yeah. a defensive back that played in big games and knows the system. So. I mean, I'd rather, like like we were talking about, all rules guys getting cut, I'd rather have players the coach is comfortable putting out there to where at least they'll know the playbook. And we saw Keith Taylor, mm. we saw Stanley Oliver, whatever, get roasted in that final game. Like, they all had their chances. Yeah. Like, Matt Corral, and Matt Corral had his chance too. That's one thing. All these people on Twitter, like, this fucking – Matt Corral fan club come out of nowhere. Like, dude, this guy, because uh, Phil Sims thought he was the best quarterback ever. I mean, that's another guy. Phil, uh, Not Phil Sims. Sorry, Phil. Chris Sims <laughs> thought his seed. Uh, he, he's got a vendetta against us. He was shitting on Bryce, saying he didn't look good. Even in the first preseason game, I thought Bryce looked very good. He looked comfortable. He didn't look jittery out there. Like, Stroud, Richardson, both had a lot of instances where they look jittery when pressure came. I don't think Bryce looked jittery at all, and he's the smallest one out of all of them. So, again, I mean, we've said this a million times. It all is going to fall on Bryce, and that's what happens when you 
draft a number one overall quarterback, but I think he's got the mind to be able to handle everything. And he, I mean, he, he speaks poetry, you know, like yeah. he did, he just, he's kind of like quiet, humble, but the players clearly respect him. You know what I mean? And like, I think Burns, if he's there, which I expect him to be leading the way on defense, like you heard Aaron Rodgers talk about how, you know, he thought he was a legit player. Like, because he even made the comment, I, I forgot who it was to, uh, but talked about how he's uh, he thought he was just, you know, like a flashy pass rusher, but he's an all-around guy, and he looks like he's put on more weight, too. And he's really young still. He's it was really the, young compared it was to Greg, It was Greg Olson's podcast he Olson. was on. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you. It kind of was a sign of when they signed Troy Hill, I knew the Keith Taylor or Stanley all the time was getting cut because it was like they'd seen enough of it. They gave him that last chance, like let's see in the first preseason game, and then it was, and then it, we got to definitely the Detroit game was the last straw when that deep ball or whatever it was, like right before the half, and Keith Taylor was on the guy and let him just do the same thing that we saw the Bucks did, and it was like, all right, this guy obviously has not figured it out yet. This is year three; he's still not getting the. It was like 20 seconds left. You can't let that happen. So, again, we've said it a couple times now. At least they've admitted their mistakes and moved on and go out and get a veteran like a Troy Hill to where it doesn't hurt you to where if somehow Troy Hill, is, he's not going to probably be it next year, but it's a guy that's going to hold it on, and then maybe you go get a corner next year, whatever it may be, you're signing a guy. So, no, yeah, we'll see. Let's be honest how that convo went. They looked at their depth, and then they looked at – Jackson and Horn and knew by week two one of them was going to be on IR <laughs> yeah. and it's like we have got to do something because Taylor, hey, Keith Taylor because Keith Taylor's not getting it done CJ Henderson's not going to be the guy so who can we go out to at least put a body out there <laughs> I mean right we were in I mean weren't both of them hey, dinged up not, at some point we're not doing the group yet yeah <laughs> Thought, thought no, we're not. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Dante's already hurt. So yeah. Horn, Horn, Horn's foot kept him out of a couple practices. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's inevitable, man. Well, it would have been yeah. the same. It'd have been the same thing when when they trotted out Michael Jordan and Cam Irving last year, and we were all like, yeah. "What are they doing? Like, we know what these guys can't do." If they would have kept Keith Taylor just because he was a draft pick, it, and then, like you said, by whatever week, if he, even if he's not in there for an injury, he's just in there for a, a quick breather or something he gets beat for 60 yard bomb it's like can we try somebody else we've all been there like can we try somebody else so they are trying somebody else we'll see what Troy Hill has in the tank maybe he gets smoked and they have to rotate through another veteran I don't know because he didn't play it all in the preseason I mean what a gig he gets signed like three weeks into training camp doesn't have to play in the preseason and then just makes the team so I tell you what that's that's a hell of a way to do it and I do love, I love the Houston signing still. I know yep. he's only going to probably play half the snaps at most. But, I mean, if you look at, like, compare, because I know uh, Nagaku was, or however you pronounce it, was one of them we were looking at. He got paid a little more, too. And he, his run defense stats are horrible. So, Houston, at least last year, was solid when he was in against the run and, obviously, the pass. So, I like, and I mean, I I think we're forgetting about old Frankie, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm excited for him. But, like, having Burns is key, right? Because I don't think Frankie Lubu can do 
too much without Burns being there and gaining attention and whatnot. And Derek Brown, I mean, he was one of the studs last year for us when we were all pretty down on him, and, and he proved it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see I'm excited to see him on, on the end, too, in a 3-4. So, I think – I think Evero. I think Evero's got some stuff up his sleeve because I mean he was hyped by everyone, yeah. and everyone loved our whether they all the analysts and who really cares what analysts say anyways they're just watching, but they all loved all our coaches too. So I'm I'm gonna put my faith in the coaches until otherwise because I mean hell I put my faith in the last coach. <laughs> that sucks. So can't get any worse than that. I would hope. Uh, I mean look at the. At the end of the day, like we've been saying, the roster we thought was good enough to make the playoff for years, they finally have a quarterback we all believe in, and it's the best coaching staff we've ever had. So, like, the doom and gloom stuff is just us saying things that we think and know from watching this team and and the scars we have. But at the end of the day, this team should be good enough to be in contention to win the NFC South. Right, Caleb's even got the Matt Rule at the end of the day, like the fake Matt Rule guy that always does it. He's he just put in two at the end of the days there, back to back. At the end of the day, yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I just want us to have a winning season. Yeah, no, I just want to make the playoffs. I don't care. Hell, if we make the playoffs with seven wins, yeah, that's a fucking. All you gotta do is make the dance. Okay, so so good, and I don't care if they lose in the first round. Yeah, like, I don't make either. the playoffs, and this team's not going to win a Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Like, just be in, yeah. the content, be in contention well, in December. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait. Sneak so, it. So, sneak where, do you, where do you feel you land? Because, obviously, we owe the Bears our first next year. Where is that line where you're like, damn, I'm cool. I mean, obviously, we have to be cool with it no matter what pick they end up with. Where is it where you go, okay, I'm not as upset that we traded up to get Bryce – where that pick it, lands. It would have to be top three, probably. To make you I mean, like, true. damn, yeah. 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 I mean, if it's like, I mean, this team's not winning less than five games. Okay. Right? Yeah. So that puts yeah. them probably six or seventh at worst. Okay. So I, and I'd be fine with that. Like, okay, who are we going to get there? Another cornerback? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe a defensive end? Like, so so uh, it is what it is, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, that was a joke. No, it would have to be top three. Like, we'd have to be losing out on Drake May or Caleb Williams for yeah. me to be upset. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I, mean, I, was, I was pumped to trade it. Yeah. I was pumped. Mm-hmm. So, if we're not the worst team in the league, then and – I, and I don't think we will be at all. I, I mean, I see six wins – I don't want to say easy. Nothing's easy in the NFL. But, I mean, if we have less than six wins. Something alarming happened. Yeah. Something yeah. alarming went wrong. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And to kind of to your point, like, I don't think I would. I, I, it would be hard for me to be upset because, like, even let's say we get four wins and we're picking, we would be picking fifth. But then we win the Super Bowl next year. Like, then it's like, huh. okay, well, <laughs> you know, it would be. You know, it'd be worth it in my mind then. Like, so I guess, I guess that's how I kind of look at it. It's like the only way I look at it is okay. Like, if we don't do anything for the next ten years or next five years, and Chicago goes on a hell of a run where they make the Super Bowl twice, whether they win it or lose it, or you know they go on a hell of a run, then I'm like, all right. Now then, I might might be a little upset. But I mean, if we as long as and I don't see us going one 
and 16 or 2 and 15. Like, I mean, we, I, I can see us winning more games this year than we did last year. Um, and if we're able to do that, there's no way we're picking in the top five to seven. And because of that, I'm okay. Yeah, I think so. top five has to be the terrible injury to Bryce Young in like week two, and then you're Andy Dalton. It. I mean, Andy Dalton started for a good chunk of games with the Saints last year, and they ended up still picking. Well, the the Eagles had their pick at what pick six or seven, so they were st- like. And as long as I think you're out of the range of the Caleb Williams, Drake May, where you would have had it, because those guys are going one two, right? Maybe this Duke quarterback jumps up, but I still think those guys go one two, whatever team likes them the mess, and then whoever this other guy, because I guess Kuiper likes this guy as well. You know, quarterbacks jump up, but I, I mean, it would hurt and sting knowing like, oh, you could have had it, but we wouldn't have had Bryce. So how bad or how good you wouldn't have been to get there? But I think knowing if, if we can get out, I mean, rule one, what? He went seven and nine. We were picking seventh. I mean, we got Derek Brown his first year, right? Was that before or was that yeah, after? That was, his that, first year. that was his first draft. That was his first was, draft. And then the next. But he, hadn't, but he hadn't coached yet, I believe. That's right. It was Derek Brown. Okay, so that was the, the Rivera's record. And then after the Derek Brown was JC, and that was pick eight, right? So we went like seven, eight. And then after and then, Jace, and then it was Zicky. We went even worse down to four or five or wherever we five. were. Five. And five. then now we just, and that was a Steve Wilkes finish here. We were at what? Six, seven, nine? Nine, I think. Nine, and then jumped year. up to one. Sure so I would say if we, to me, it washes out having the quarterback and he shows promise and we pick later than 10. And time has kind of proven that gathering all these picks. They're gonna fuck it up more than us gambling it out. I mean, the Browns had so many what went like three straight years with two two ones every year, and half those guys were gone out of the league. I mean, the Dolphins just had a couple, and they traded them away for Tyreek, traded up for Waddle, traded for uh, Bradley Chubb. So sometimes well, it's you can it can be a detriment to you when you have too many picks to play with. What I don't understand about Bears fans either is all of them thinking that they're gonna have the number one pick because yeah. we're gonna suck so bad. <laughs> When when they had the number one pick this year, <laughs> yeah. with a, and and we had the ninth, and we went up to get better by getting a quarterback. Like it just the 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 concept of Bears fans thinking that we got worse somehow, and now all of a sudden we're going to have the number one pick again <laughs> makes no sense to me. We've had some god awful teams, and we haven't been able to pick worse than seventh, yeah, better yeah. than seventh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it's just or fifth, I guess, with Icky, but yeah. like it, it's. It's impossible to get the number one pick. You have to suck. Like, it, it's actually kind of shocking the Bears fell into it last year. Absolutely. With Justin the, the, I mean, so. the whole build of that, where Lovey Smith gave his old team the ultimate help, but give, no, he gave the Bears the ultimate, here you go, you, you paid me for 10 years, but then said fuck you to the Texans and winning that last game. And then on top of that, the Texans fumbling the bag. They had to trade up to number one. And they fucked it up. They would have taken Bryce Young, and they fucked it up because they couldn't pull the trigger. And so then, and luckily, Federer was like, you know what? We'll do this. We'll throw in DJ Moore. We'll get it done. And jumped on because we were planning on going to number two, and we would have been talking about CJ Stroud more than likely. So it was really wild how the Texans fucked it up multiple times to not end up with the one pick. And like you said, you've got to, I mean, they started Davis Mills all last year and whoever else. I think, I think Kyle Allen even started some games for him. Last year, and, and they got there. 
I mean, that team that the Panthers had in 2010 to get canned with Jimmy Clausen and shit was god-awful bad. I mean, though they still had Stewart and Smith and uh, D'Angelo Williams and, 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 and some pieces there, but, shoo, buddy, it was. And you're right, Caleb. It's got to take a lot of – and with the talent that's yeah. on there, we've got better talent than we had last year. You know, it, it, anything, I think – I mean, it would – I don't – top three would hurt, but – Anything is at least as long as you feel like you got your quarterback. We've got a second round pick, I think, and then we give up another second round in the twenty twenty five draft. I think a part of it to finish off that trade, but it's you know, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I I I'm not concerned about it. Like, I don't think we're going to be anywhere near top three. Yeah. Anyways, like I think at worst it'll be around nine to 14 yeah you know so so like i'm i mean tampa uh, bay is is tampa bay and arizona are strategically tanking and tanking but, without telling you they're tanking yeah and the cardinals the cardinals man they might be sitting pretty because they have houston's first round pick next year yep. so uh, they could end up one and two go ahead with caleb williams to uh, get oh harrison jr right there and yep. be sitting nice so uh, that's what we should have done Rules first year. Yes. And I've said this, Teddy, you know, I've said this before, but like we've had first round picks for how many years? Yeah. And, and they're how, not bad players. No, no, but how anything. many Super Bowls do we have? You yeah, know what zero. I mean? It's just like. We haven't done anything with them. Yeah. And they're not no. even bust. So it's no. like, fuck it. No, it was, yeah. no, it was good to finally take the, tr- the trade and change it. And then, I mean, we talk about arguably the worst trade of all time with the Niners. I mean, the trade they make for Trey Lance. Yeah. Three ones, they just gave up their last one in this draft, and they still got – I mean, that right there is what gets a whole cleaned house, everybody fired. And just because they were, what, one quarterback away from going to the NFC Champion, Phillip Rivers starting the Super Bowl. That's how we, we were a game away from Phillip Rivers starting the Super Bowl. That would awesome. Yeah, they kept their jobs. And that, like, every other – every time we've ever seen that kind of trade, everybody gets fired. So – you know, it's been like you said, but they they didn't follow up. They've had the players, which makes you think, why did they have to make that trade up there if their team was already set? Why did they have to gamble it off for a quarterback? You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's it, if you go back and look, it doesn't really set teams back as bad as it it makes you. I mean, the Rams did it and they won a Super Bowl. Now they're paying for it and they're just playing a lot of young guys. But as we've talked about it before, if you got a Super Bowl ring. I can I can give you three to four years of being like, all right, let's let's you know I'm okay. We got a Super Bowl, and then after like that year five, you're like, okay, I want to see us have a competitive team again. But if you uh, yeah. do it right and you get a Super Bowl, that gives you a little bit more leeway. I'm telling you what, if the Bears don't make the playoffs this year, they may be packaging both those ones to go yeah. up and get Caleb Williams or That's Drake true. May, and they That's probably true. should. I, I I do think one of those two are going to end up on Tampa because you know. Baker Mayfield starting or Kyle Trash starting for Tampa. I mean, they're just – and if they hey, trade Baker, Mike – A Baker team won, what, how many games we win last year? So their well, defense ain't bad either. So I, I'm hoping that them in Atlanta can just middle around enough not to be in that top three. You know what I mean? That's five or six wins. Five yeah. or six wins from each of them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So, But then they're going to they're, they're look over – and they're going to see, look what Carolina did. Maybe we should make a move and trade up and get yeah, one of these guys. You, you have to have a partner to dance with. That's I true. got a feeling the top two teams, 
that suck this year aren't going to have quarterbacks. I think Arizona ends up at the number one pick, and Kyler Murray's on the move, and yeah. Eric, Caleb Williams will end up in Arizona. Yep. I and then I mean Arizona, Arizona Arizona is trash. Yes, no, they they're trade, hot they, garbage. They traded, they traded away to everything. Nothing. They I traded mean, everything away. They I want ha- Caleb Williams. I, I haven't seen a team do what they've done in the NFL in a long time. Like, well, and usually they don't. Like, I, it's really wild to see how they've traded almost everybody away, and then try to, and then he's still not going to name a starting quarterback, and they they traded for. Uh, what's his name? Dobbs from Cleveland. Like this is this is some like certified tanking. And then, like I said, it's going to make Steve Wilkes' case even more if they keep this coach around. But they may go zero and sixteen. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. the talent on that team is bad. I mean, yeah, it well, is bad. And it's almost what Houston tried to do last year, and Houston still screwed it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you said. So, I mean, Houston was horrible last year, and they still found a way to not get the number they, one. Pick, they stumbled so. into Damian Pierce, and he ended up being too good for that yeah. offense to score too many times. And then, yeah. So, no, yeah. I just, I do. It'll be interesting to see with the Kyler Williams. I think they owe him like fifty million if they trade him, and that'll be crazy. But isn't a time times a flat circle with that franchise because they're literally doing the same thing every three to four years from Rosen to Kyler to now they're in the battle for Drake Mayer, Caleb Williams, and it's like, holy shit, like, they can't get it. And it all goes back to the owner, right? This is the owner's issue. If the owner can't hire the right guy and do the right thing. I get secondhand embarrassment every time I see a clip of their head coach speak. God. Like, he is all <laughs> pew, pew, explosive, yeah. explosive. Yeah, he- well, it reminds me of Matt Rule now. Like, it really does. It's just like, oh. He's the new I clown. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. All he needs is his smock to wear on the sidelines, you know, and that'd be spot on. <sighs> and the NFC, NFC, AFC's way tougher. Yeah. NFC, not a lot of, you know, pure franchise quarterbacks. You can call Jared Goff and Geno. I don't know if you call them a franchise quarterback. I wouldn't. No, but. I'd say Philly Philly with Jalen. Uh, yeah, I mean, the whole NFC East pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. I think that might be the best division in the NFC. But, like, the, the, the Packers division, all of them, no one knows what any of those teams yeah. are. Even Detroit, like, Detroit, all this hype, right? And I, I like Detroit. I think they're, they'll probably will win that division. But Minnesota still got the same core. And Detroit's defense was shit last year. They scored 35 a game and couldn't win. So that division's up for grabs. Like, I do like what the Packers did, though. They have all rookies or second-year guys at their skill positions yep. other than running back. And they're going to just see what they got. And I think that's why I'm excited Mingo so early, you know, is going to be pretty much starting for us, right? Yeah. Like, I, I love that move. I love seeing the young guys play, especially ones that are drafted so high. So, I, well, again, I mean, I, it nothing's predictable, but it's up up for grabs, and we have every opportunity to be a playoff team. Whether yeah. we are or not, you know, we got to wait and see. But we have every opportunity to. This shouldn't be because I mean, think of a lot of years when teams with the number one pick. I don't think they're thinking playoffs the next year. And yeah. I know we traded from nine to one, but. I mean, we said it. This team kind of sucked last year, and we literally were a possession away from the playoffs. So yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I really am. You were you were winning a division road game away twice from doing it, and you 
fumbled it back twice. You, you were got, up. You, you were lost. up. I saw that. Someone put it on Twitter. We were up two scores in the fourth quarter against Tampa. Yep. In Tampa, and then all of a sudden, just completely shit the bed. And that game. That game single handedly did get Wilkes hired. Yes. Yep. I mean, it's crazy. All right, so we've thrown, what, seven wins, eight wins. I know we've talked – we've always made predictions after the draft, after everything else. Where are we honestly sitting? I mean, let's let's go through a quick go-through of the schedule. I mean, we've already talked Falcons, then Saints. I mean, Monday – I mean, we went from a one – what a wild one o'clock, then a Monday night game, and then a damn four o'clock game. So we've got the, the smorgasbord of lineups here in the first three weeks of when are we going to drink our beers and have a good time. And then Minnesota, Detroit, Miami, Houston. I mean, that'll be that'll be kind of cool to, to dice up with Bryce Young. I mean, and CJ Stroud. I mean, back to back with CJ Stroud, then Anthony Richardson, and then the Bears. I think Adam will enjoy the shit talk and the memes that week with all the Bears fans. Cowboys, Titans, Bucks, Saints, Falcons, Packers, Jags, and then Bucks. So, yeah, I like it. I mean, if we get through this first six weeks. Three and three yeah. would be lovely to me, just like Caleb said. Three and three would be lovely. And I think if we go three and three there, that means we also beat another at least good team in that one that week three to six stretch. <laughs> Sorry. I think we have <laughs> I thought I was on I thought I was on mute. <laughs> did, you, did you just like make a bad pick in your draft? I, I'm pretty sure I unmuted myself to cough because I thought I was on mute. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. No, but I, I mean, I think it, it bodes well. So if we win those first two, I think sky's the limit. I really do. Did you make a prediction there? Uh, I, I didn't know if we were doing that yet. <laughs> Are we doing that? Uh, no, I'm, I'll do it. I'm going go for 10. It. 10? I'm going 10. Wow. I am. I, now, I always overshoot this anyway, yeah. so I don't care. <laughs> yeah. But I think 10 is very realistic. That, and I think that means we're a good team, obviously. I think 10 wins the division. I think 9 might win the division. And 9 probably a little more realistic. But I'll go 10. I, I have no problem putting my name on 10. Okay. I'll go 8 just because I'm feeling in that range. I feel like there's going to be a lot of 3-3, and three, then 3-4, three and four, then 4-4, four and four, and then 5-4, five and four, then 5-5, five and five, like a back and forth. And then we get up to that little stretch there with the – I mean, the Colts look like they're going to be – they're aiming for Marvin Harrison Jr. as well. And they want that reunion because did you see they only have four fucking receivers on their roster yep. right now? Yep. Four receivers? Like they're setting my man Anthony Richards up for like having to be Cam Newton rookie year, but Cam at least has Steve Smith and Jeremy Shockey and Olsen. Anthony Richards is going to be running for his life. The offensive line, besides what Garrett Nelson or whoever that was on their, their left guard, Quentin Nelson, sucks. So he's going to have to be running for his life. I think they're shooting for that reunion of. Mark, all these, you know, stars, kids are coming in the league now. Joey Porter Jr. just went to, you know, Pittsburgh in round two. Marvin Harrison, if they end up with one of the top – if they end up pick three, they'll be happy because they can get him or they'll trade up for him because of how well-loved he is in there. There's some there. And then, like you said, where are the Vikings in line at some point? The Dolphins, that one's going to be a wild one. Is Tua – Concussed again? Is it going to be Skylar Thompson? Yeah, I mean, mean Ramsey's out. I like. I mean, yeah. It definitely we catch them at a better time. Like, and we I mean, a lot of teams always complain about the heat and how the sun's all on the sideline of the opposing team and whatnot. 
we 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 can deal with heat, right? And like, yeah. I'm not saying we're going to beat them by any means. I like their coach and whatnot. But I, even those, the, all those, like Minnesota has flaws, Detroit has flaws, Miami has flaws. Seattle probably, probably the one I would chalk but, up as a loss, flying out to Seattle because I like what they got going on. Out but, there. but but I do say, Adam, you know, we play Miami in October, so it could be a little bit cooler, you know, and yeah. we get the Bucks at two. Both those games are December and January, so it should be yeah, cooler weather. By then. Yeah, Dude, they might be in real tank mode by then if if you know you're right about them. So, and we get the Jag I, and we get the Jags in December in Jacksonville. So a lot of those Florida games aren't packed at the beginning of the season where we had to go to Florida, like to Tampa Bay and it's hundred and five on the sidelines, so at least it'll even out on that one. I mean Tennessee would be that's you know that Cowboys Tennessee stretch right there. There is it's like there's like they're like in little blocks almost of like oh here's a couple three you should win and then here's two that could go dicey. Yeah, we might, yeah. We might have Will Levis for Tennessee by then. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Who knows? Tannehill had trouble staying healthy last year. Yeah. He's old. Yeah. So I mean they're always a well coached balanced team. Be in the thick of it, but I I like where it turns. But it, the key. Like it's been stated, those first two division games is really all that matters. We can look at everything else after that. But I'm projecting – I think we win both of them. Yeah. And that Tennessee team, they, they, they've they overachieved. But for them not to try to capture these Derrick Henry years with a better quarterback yeah. is kind of malpractice. Like they got Tannehill. They caught lightning in a bottle for like one year, a season and a half. And now they've tried it with Malik, and he's like two developmental guys, and then Willis, I mean, Levis. I- I'm surprised they didn't go after somebody else, you know, a Garoppolo or something, because when is, Henry's wheels are going to fall off at some point. He's a bigger, stronger back who didn't have speed. We just saw Fournette kind of fall off the wagon as well. So what's going to happen? I don't know. I could, Like you said, that, that game could be all but lost there if it's, you know, Malik Willis or Will Levis starting near the end there and – I don't know. That it'll be interesting to see how that team kind of they've been just squandered in the quarterback lukewarm waters for a while too. So yeah. So I uh, go ahead, Duval. Oh, okay. Um, no, I was just gonna say uh, I'm kind of similar to Adam. I'm actually gonna go with ten wins as well. I think yeah. there's gonna be some instances yeah. where <laughs> there's gonna be some instances where I think we we might steal one or two that people didn't think we were going to and then also because we were so vanilla we've got a rookie not a rookie coach but well first year coach for us and we've got a rookie quarterback I think there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to show that a lot of teams aren't going to be prepared for and because of that it may catch us some wins now granted on the flip side that may catch us some losses too but I think just being optimistic I think we're going to catch more wins than losses so I'm going to go 10 and 7 and then we get a wild card spot and go for it. wild card or division, either one. I I like the eight to ten range a lot, so I'll go nine and eight. And I'd say we'll uh, I say we will miss the playoffs. I think the Saints win the division at ten and seven. I like Derek Carr a lot as a short term play. I'm glad the Panthers didn't get him, but I think the Saints will win it at ten and seven. I think we're in the division hunt in December, though, and end up nine and eight, which would make me very happy. All right, Jeeves. I was I was right there with Caleb um, at nine and eight. The only thing that scares me is our week, our week, our bye week 
it's so early that we have to have that long stretch from October all the way to December without without a bye. Um, you can start might start seeing some injuries towards the end of the season, which can derail us from getting to that uh, playoff and winning the division. Okay. Yeah, that's right around the sweet spot at J.C. Horn's. Uh, <laughs> uh, what did he, yeah, he, what did he make it? He made it to a win last year, to a week like 15. Thir- 15. So he, he was doing pretty good. Like the last, what, three games? Yeah. Because if we had him versus Tampa, we'd probably win the division. So Because we had him for that first game against Tampa when we won, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. then it was that second one where it just – the fucking floodgates went open and it looked like we had and then they wouldn't put Josh Norman out there, not saying he would have done anything, but he would at least like tackle the guy before he caught the ball and you know, something. I don't know. Yeah, so. maybe made Mike Evans try to punch him and get him both. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> are are we uh surprised with the running back depth behind Miles Sanders? What is your prediction, Chuck? I said eight. I said eight. Oh, okay. Right. I went in. I like where I, I I'm. I was doing that for Caleb in case you said something crazy, so he could go back <laughs> and that for once. I, I like the eternal optimism optimism from you guys at ten. Um, I think there's going to be some some lumps in the road coming through some of these games, but I like the eight range. But I do think it's going to somewhat come down again late season with this back and forth because the NFC South, you know, Derek Carr. Or, yes, Derek Carr's been there, you know, in the league forever, but. Damn, he can't he can't seem to ever win a fucking game regardless of if he's got to put the team on his back. So we'll we'll see how it dices up. Man. I, I I say nine and eight with them starting two and zero. Oh. Okay, just to throw that out. All so right. clip it, clip I, it. I think I think the first two weeks are vital. Okay, as I've made clear. Yep. At the end of the day, we'll see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will say, yeah, I, I will say I am surprised they didn't go out and get another veteran running back with Miles. I mean, Miles Sanders, we did pay him a lot to be a three-downer. I mean, Chuba looked okay in the preseason, but we know he still can't catch, and Blackshear looks all right. But I guess maybe they're going to use Chenault as that Cordell Patterson-type role, and maybe that's why they went three RBs. I mean, last time we saw three RBs on the on the depth chart, it's, that's, that's wild to just see that, but... And with five tight ends, they're planning to run the ball. Yeah. What can can somebody yeah, explain to me, uh, Stephen Sullivan? Does he have new pictures of somebody's wife or something? Because that man hasn't played in a game in two years, but he's made rosters every year. I mean, it's unreal that he's hanging around. I know he's like six foot seven and can run, you know, out the gym, but it's just crazy that they've kept this guy around for so long and he's done nothing. He hasn't practiced. He's barely played. Like. I don't know. It's just and wild to me. Nothing, and nothing is better than a lot of what we cut did. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, hey, he's got to be doing something right. Right, that's know. true. And, that's true. And, yeah. like, and, like, isn't Ricci kind of a pseudo fullback? So Yeah. And then he, they put one of them on the IR, right? Sullivan. So, it was Sullivan. Okay. I mean, yeah. Only one of the Titans can catch, and that's Hurst. I mean, the <laughs> yeah. rest of them are blockers. That's what I'm saying. They're planning to yeah. run the ball. Every block. now and then, Trimble Miles comes up Sanders with one catch. Baby. 
Yeah, every now and then Trimble comes up with a great catch, and then he drops seven in a row. And you're like, what are you yeah. doing, man? How are you well, just – Ian Thomas is the same thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, both of them, they may catch a seven-yarder, but they're not making it past ten yards. You know what yeah. I mean? They'll catch the ball and fall. It's and, like Olsen at the end of his career. Yeah. And these are like 22-year-olds. You know what I mean? I will tell you, yeah. they ran that damn Ian Thomas screen <laughs> in the fucking preseason so much. I'm like, what are we doing? This guy can't stop running the Ian Thomas screen or whatever. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Rich, it is wild to go. Richie is the, the special team slash fullback type of guy, and they, they lined up Trimble in the backfield too. So, I, I will – interested to see what non-vanilla playbook they come out with with week one because I think you're right, Caleb. With Frank Wright knows he's 0-4-1. He's going to want to at least get on the board and win his first game back as the Panthers coach – after how it ended in Indy, he got his quarterback. It's Atlanta. Like you said, they've got flashes of players, but you should be able to beat Desmond Ritter's Atlanta Falcons coming in with with Bryce Young and, and what we have. Yeah, going I'd be scared. Going 0-2 against Atlanta and the Saints is a lot different than going 0-2 against Jacksonville and Green Bay. The yeah. NFL did us no favors. Like yeah. it, the, no. you gotta, You got to be ready. It's time. Put up or shut up. That's right. Agreed. Agreed. So where uh, last one, and we'll get out of here. How do you see this season as a failure? Uh, Bryce Young not looking like a franchise quarterback. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah, I think that's the only. That's the only thing. Like, yeah, like walking away and feeling like we might need to draft another quarterback, which I don't think is going to happen. But I think that would be the biggest failure. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it because it starts with that. And then, I mean, I guess just a flop from the defensive side of the ball because it's supposed to be kind of the strong suit. So yeah. we kind of make major steps back from that regard. But outside of that, I don't I don't think that that's, there could be a whole lot of failure. This was our fifth straight season leaving week 17 or 16, not knowing who the quarterback was going to be the following week one. Right, so yeah. let's just yeah. let's get through a season knowing and being excited about who's going to be the quarterback next year. I like Duvall's at the defense. I mean, the defense has got how many first-round picks on it? Burns, Brown, Horn. So three of them, and I guess you've got Icky and Bryce, and who else? Oh, and C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson, Shaq. So that's five guys that are first-round picks. Tim, second-rounder, who was – I mean, in all the redraft articles after his first year, everyone was saying he was a top 15 type talent. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him, too, get back to what Absolutely. we all know him yes. being. I think failure-wise, besides the Bryce thing, if this fucking burn shit does leak into the season and he's not wow. playing, that's a huge failure. Yeah. If he's not playing week one, well, and I think that's a failure. And that that's going to cost us if yeah. he's not playing. But, I, you know – Five first-round picks on the defense. You've got Bryce and Icky are the only first-round picks on the offense. So that's, you know, yeah. five to two. The defense looking like shit. You know, I think they're going to have some lumps just because it is a new defense, but I'm hoping it does play strong. I'm hoping Burns gets signed and he plays. But that five to two first-round picks, at least should – and damn, if you don't even get Bryce and you go somewhere else, it's only one first-round pick on the offensive side. I, you know, I expect bumps from the offense because of that, but if that defense does come out and is giving up 28 to 35 points, would be a tough one to be like, damn. Uh, 
Mine would just be if Bryce if Bryce gets hurt, we can't keep him upright. He's taking 15 hits a game, and I know he's going to get hit. I know, and 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 maybe if if Icky takes a a big step back, but I would like to see the offensive line do a little bit more than what we saw in the preseason, and maybe they will. Hopefully, they will. But I'll, I'll go with that to mix it up. Just. I don't want to see him get hurt. I want him to see him, like you say, Caleb. I don't want to hear about all offseason him having to rehab a, a knee or a shoulder or an yeah. elbow because, like you said, even going further back than that, when Cam was, we knew he was coming back, it was in rehabbing a shoulder, rehabbing a foot, rehabbing of this, rehabbing of that. Then it went from that to who are we going to get? Darnold, Baker, Teddy, all that stuff. So him being able to complete a season, he'll be banged up because it's the NFL, it's football. But at least going into it and not having to have any offseason surgery talk for our first round pick, you know, going through that as well. Yeah, I mean, as Panther fans, we. 2012 to 2018 with Cam. We've never had like a nine to 10 year stretch where we felt good about a quarterback. Yeah. It had been like six years at a time. So let's just. Uh, that's kind of the hope here, right? Yep. Is that this guy's yep. that guy forever? Consistency. Yep. Yeah. Hope is consistency. So do uh, we, are we making our uh, our Super Bowl picks as well? Or sure. We, uh, and you way out there. Sure, sure let's do it. One without going to Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, let's hey. do it. <laughs> well, it's not, uh, I'm not picking us, even though. Well, I didn't know, say that. But, <laughs> we, we make the pace. Well, we got I mean, we're bringing up the Tom Brady one from two years ago. <laughs> That's right, the bold prediction. That's right, we did the bold predictions. (laughs) But I'll let you. I'll let y'all go first. I would take that. Super Bowl picks. I mean, barring Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the Chris Jones thing is wild because everyone is talking about how that defense can get gashed. Like Detroit could gash that defense running game without Chris Jones and whatever. But if you got Mahomes, you're in the fucking game. Now Travis Kelsey with his hyperextended knee. Could yeah. be something to dice up because that guy's been the safety blanket. I mean, he gets at least 10 to 12 catches a game or at least the ball thrown that way, a, a touchdown at least a game. So, But Mahomes is still Mahomes. He spreads that ball out. I can't not go with, go with Kansas City again because they just make it look too easy and too fun. And I'll go against – I won't repeat with the Eagles. But who else we got out? Like you said, the NFC is so wide open. What other strong teams – I don't want to say the Niners because I just don't believe – I think Brock Purdy's not going to be as good as those last six or seven games they thought. I think they're going to take a step back, and it's going to be like fucking fire. And what week does Christian McCaffrey get hurt? Uh, let me see. It's week seven, is that when he gets hurt? Sorry to put that on you, Christian. But uh, – You didn't seem too sorry. God, I don't know who the fuck who would you, who the NFC team would be. Seahawks. Let's just throw the Seahawks out there. I don't know. Seahawks and Geno. I'll See, go. Uh, I'll go Eagles NFC. Okay. I think. Uh, I think they don't have the Super Bowl lull or whatever. But I mean, their division's tough. They easily could. Then I think I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the Bills again because okay. to me this is this is the Bills last year. Oh yeah. Uh, like, this is a put-up, shut-up year for the Bills, for real. They've had the hype for a while, what up, not. It's, I mean, I know Allen got – they got banged up, and they had the DeMar Hamlin thing, kind of fucked them up, and their owner was cardiac shit, too. So, I think the Bills finally put it together, and I think they win it. If they don't, I think McDermott and Bean might have yeah. – one of the two is 
is is getting the axe because they're at like you said they're at that Josh Allen age where it's like they should be in the AFC Championship every year. They should have been to a Super Bowl already, and yeah. they've changed everything around it, but the coach and the GM. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. That's I, I like that. It's a solid one. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll say it'll be uh, Jets and Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Yes. Game, but I got the Chiefs. Ooh. I got the Chiefs. Chiefs going back. Um, NFC because as you kind of spoke to, it being so wide open, um, I think the Eagles will make another run, um, and I. I, I don't really see anybody. Do I think that somebody like us or, or some other team, whether it be Seattle or somebody to really kind of challenge Philly in the playoffs? Possibly so. Um, and I think it would just have to take like a multitude of injuries for Philly to kind of make a backtrack to that point because they're kind of in that window too where like they still got a lot of guys that are cheaper. Uh, they're going to have to pay Smith soon. I mean, they paid Hurts. They paid uh, – the receipt, other receiver, I can't think of AJ Brown. So, like, I mean, I think they've got kind of a window, and like I said, Seattle's still always pretty tough too. So, uh, I'll say Philly, Philly Chiefs again. Uh, like I said, I, I do think that there'll be some under the radar teams that'll challenge them in the NFC and come playoff time, whether it be somebody gets on a run, uh, whether it be from our division or from another division. Uh, That'll still challenge him, but I think ultimately Philly gets away with it. Okay. I'll go uh opposite of what Jake was saying. Uh I feel like I feel like Niners can get it done um if they can get Bosa signed and it not be a distraction like us for Burns. because um, they always for some reason they can always get on that run like Duval was saying. And then uh, I I'd say Niners and Chiefs Niners and Chiefs. So Super Bowl, like, what was that three, four years ago? If Jimmy G doesn't overthrow that deep ball, the Niners have a Super Bowl. Yeah. Who wins? Yeah, who wins, Jeeves? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I have to go with the Kansas City, but I'd like to see Niners. Jeeves, you know good and well if the Niners made the Super Bowl, you cheering drunk as shit for the Niners to win because your brother's a Niners fan. We've already have evidence of that. That's true, but I mean, I can go for the Chiefs. <laughs> you go with logic, logic over heart, there. <laughs> and and I, I'm, I know I'm, I'm all off, but I'm gonna throw another dark horse in here, um, just because I think it's their time and they need to kind of figure out what they're gonna do. Um, the Chargers, I mm. think they've kind of okay. made a lot of noise over the past few years. Now I'm not saying that they'll win the Super Bowl, but they got to make a lot of noise. They talk so much about Herbert and all those pieces, the running backs, the new receiver that they just got in Johnston on top of the other receivers they've got. They've got a solid defense. Um, I think they've got to gotta put up and do some things too. So I'll throw the, the charges out there as a dark horse too. Yeah, Duval, you've kind of stole all my thunder, but I think, uh, <laughs> I think it's the Jets in the Super Bowl and I think it's the Niners and I think the Niners win. Wow. And it might be Sam Darnold winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that I don't wild? think it matters. It doesn't matter who's their quarterback, I'm telling you, as long as they yeah. stay healthy. So. As long as they have one. 
Um, but the Jets are going to be good. I think the Bills and the Chargers are in a weird spot where if they don't win it this year, both those teams are going to be restructured and different quote coaches are going to – it's going to be – for both those franchises, it's put up or shut up time. But yeah, I'll go, I'll go Niners over Jets. Yeah, the Chargers should be one of those if they start cold – like it wouldn't be surprised if they made a midseason firing if they're Staley's like, gone. Yeah, because yeah, they'll, he's they'll put Kellen Moore as head coach yep, and let it ride. Yep, yep. Because they've he's had his chances and those, all those collapses he's had uh, is is unreal. So yeah, but like it, it it would suck to be in that same division as Mahomes though. Yeah, I like Jacksonville too. I like yeah. uh, I like I like Ridley a lot. He's on my fantasy team also. So <laughs> I, I got I gotta, but uh, I like what their divisions obviously a little weaker as well, especially with the AFC. I mean, we were thinking about the AFC man. They're so damn tough. They got all them damn quarterbacks, and no one said the Bengals. They could be yeah. there in Baltimore. Lamar's That's true. got the most weapons he's ever had there. So yeah. I mean, who knows? That's why I think the Chiefs will finally get knocked off okay. at least this year. But, well, yeah, I just want I, – I want the Bills to finally fucking do it. But yeah. We'll and none of us even mentioned the Bengals, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, – yeah, that's exactly. what those are just – yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. It, it's – it's. I mean, that the, – that, the Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens, and, you know, the Steelers all have their cues now, and it's going to be a battle it out. And like you said – Zay Jones, I think, is going to be the ultimate perfect receiver for Lamar Jackson because he's so quick. He runs all over the place, and Lamar can just bomb it, and he can at least catch up to it. So they may have finally found somebody. And we just, you know, Odell's still out there. He set out a whole year. They Maybe, paid him. Yeah, they, they paid him. They paid him a lot of money. Yeah, so you're right. There's a lot of storylines out here that hopefully don't get wrecked by injuries or anything, but could be very interesting heading in late, you know, late December to see who all is going to dice it up. And it, and it could be the Chiefs finally taking it down, you know. The Piper always comes, and they've they've paid a lot of guys, but they still haven't paid one guy, so we'll see how it goes. And, yeah, with Kel- I mean, if Kelsey misses these first couple weeks because of a knee injury, I think that's – I know Mahomes can dish it out, but – Kelsey they is still have, Kelsey. They got they got my boy Justin Ross. Ray they do. Wings, yeah. He's going to come out and fly, baby. Yeah. He just, talking about staying I, healthy. He just got to stay healthy. I, <laughs> I, wish he was, I wish he was still on Clemson because, God damn, he wouldn't throw it to a receiver for nothing. Yeah. So, so Lurs, are you on the board that is the Dabo dynasty over? No. Hell no. Okay. Hell no. But he does – as we were saying before the pod, he needs to get with the times a little bit. I mean, there, there's no reason not to be using the portal and whatnot. And, you know, the NIL, he, he calmed down, you know, with the NIL comments and all that. But <laughs> I, I still don't think it's over. I mean, it's about time the ACC caught up, right? Yeah. So I, I, I encourage it. And, I mean, I still haven't quite given up hope yet. I wish we – Played Florida State a little later in the season, but uh, I mean, we got a tough we got a tough home schedule. So if somehow we figure out how to actually play offense, and Cade can throw the ball, then you never know. But yeah, it's uh, pretty tough to go down like that week one to do. I mean, you, you can praise the guy for being a good dude and everything, but if he doesn't start doing the transfer portal, he's never winning another championship. Yeah, but who is besides SEC teams? You know. Right. I mean, I feel like most of the country 
That's kind of not winning championships, though. Well, of course, of course. <laughs> but, like, but, but I'm saying Clemson's level, like yeah, your no. expectation is championship every year at yeah. this point, right? Yeah, 100%. yeah. At least being a contender right. to win a championship. At least every three year, four years, being in a national championship. Yeah. And that, no, I'm saying I don't think he'll ever do that again unless he gets into the portal. Yeah, no, I agree. He's I, just, I agree. He just got to find another freak boy and a and a Trevor Lawrence. That's really what he hey, needs. He, hey, he won the freak until he left. <laughs> I don't know. I know for sure somebody from Clemson got some stories. <laughs> I have I have inside information and not the inside information he was getting. <laughs> Watch out, inside so, information. <laughs> so he was clean there. He his pervy ways started after Clemson. <laughs> Everything in Clemson was consensual. <laughs> Oh, uh, we'll just have to wait but for the the I'm not. The so I'm not, I'm not so he says. <laughs> with the golden child. <laughs> yeah. No, I I actually was pretty underwhelmed with uh, that Klubnik guy. Well, he was the number one dual threat quarterback in the country, and I'm like, man, he I, looked great. He looked great in the ACC championship too. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't. And and all the the the, the offense coordinator we got from TCU, all this hype around him. We have the exact same offense. So it's like, what the fuck? I mean, trust me, very frustrated. Yep. But, I mean, I'm not ready to give up on, on Dabo or anything else yet. I, I mean, until, until, I mean, until I see it. You know? Okay. But Caleb's right. I mean, if you don't start hitting the portal, every team's hitting the portal now, and every team that's winning is hitting the portal. Florida State, which I mentioned before the podcast, yeah, is a prime example of that. So. And he's got to just let NIL do NIL, NIL things yeah. and let guys I mean, get do, their money. He shits on it, but we do have a big NIL center and all this yeah. stuff. So I, I think that gets a little overblown. Yeah. But the transfer thing is 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 really huge. I mean, we got one transfer, yeah. and I don't even know if he even plays. So I mean, <laughs> they're always gonna our D line. I mean, we got great future, right? But like. He's got to recruit the right quarterback, obviously. Yeah. Or he's got to change something with the offense because we get this new coordinator. Don't change the offense at all. So I, I do wonder if that yeah, that's got to fall on Dabo right there, right? So I know he's a good old boy, and I love him, and I'm glad we don't, you know, we're not like other teams with like 15 players getting arrested a year and all that, and we did it the right way. But at some point, you know, at the end of the day, it's about winning. Yeah. So, and, yeah. End of the day. End of the day. Mark it down. Yeah. Hey, how many times? That's how you know it's fucking getting a little scared, shaky when you're fucking doing the end of the day shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Jer- Jeremiah Trotter's son looks fucking good as shit, too. No, and Wiggins, the corner, is good. Yeah. Like, defense, I don't blame the defense at all. They were tired by the end of that game. Offense. And then, I mean, like, Shipley's fine. Yeah. Uh, I just... Uh, yeah, that's it. That's That'll it. probably be all I talk about Clemson for the whole year on anything. So <laughs> I'll get it out now. <laughs> well, I look forward to talking to you fellas next week after either we're zero and one, one and zero, could be a tie and zero zero one. So who knows? Um, we did all that. So do we all think we're winning this week? I do. Okay. I do. I do. All right. Eddie Pinheiro, game winner. Ooh, okay. Dep- Clip it. Dependent. Flip it. 24-21. Dependent okay. on Brian Burns. If Brian Burns plays, we win. Uh, that's 
I don't. I already, I, I already said it. I can't take anything back. So yeah, I, damn, I can't. I can't point. see him missing the game after being there the whole off season. Even if yeah. he doesn't sign, he starts missing games. They can find him like almost a million dollars a week. Um, so but I isn't he still under contract? Yes. He's so, just trying to get an extension. Yes. Because that's so where, like, right now, right now he hasn't game. really he's he's skipped walkthroughs, but he's gone to meetings. They can't they, he hasn't skipped anything where they can find him yet. So I can't see Once him. Once he starts missing games, that's when they can start finding him. Yeah, and I just don't see that happening. I can't see that yeah. all offseason. He talked about being a team player. I think the captain thing. If he gets voted a team captain, which he will be if he's signed to a new deal or not. How can you be a team captain voted on? You were there all offseason and not show up week one with the guys you're talking about going to war with, as they say in football. Yep. So, All right, well, if he plays 27-14 Panthers. Okay. Mm. I like 21-10 Panthers. Twenty-four. 24. Oh. Well, who got it first? Huh? Jeeves, Jeeves, okay. Well, I, I had I'll, – I'll, I'll go up and I'll do uh, – 28-20. Okay. Jeeves, what were you? 24-14. Okay. Okay, so Jeeves and Duvall were 24-14. All right. I said 28 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look forward to chatting with you guys. Well, I'll see Duvall and Jeeves here Sunday for the first week. We'll have our first reaction video. We'll put it up on YouTube that night. But look forward to chatting again about it. And hopefully it's happier times. We haven't – I mean – we haven't had a week one win in a while, right? Is it? Can anybody pull that up? When's the last week one win we've had? Did Rule win him? I was at the Browns game last year. No, one last year. Then the COVID. Uh, that wasn't fun. COVID year. Did we beat the Raiders? Was that the Raiders? Did we win Matt Rule's first game ever? Yeah, we did win. I think so. Maybe twenty twenty okay. COVID. Yeah. Who cares? I think so. I think we started like two and zero. I think. Yeah. And uh, dang, Jeeves, you you falling off the schneid, man. You supposed to be on this. Oh, I'm what is there? No. <laughs> See, you're supposed to be on it, dude. Yeah. That that up tempo pace, man. Up tempo. That's right. At least spread offense. Come on, Jeeves. This ain't a, this ain't a two o'clock situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't that fast. Accelerated game clock on this the Madden over good. here. <laughs> It has to be the 2020 season. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. So I found a website that's all their week one history. Yeah. They're they're 11 and 17 all time in week one. It has every result through 2019, and the next three are locked. I have to pay for subscriptions. Oh, oh bastards. Oh. So close. <laughs> okay, so what, what does it say for 2019? Uh, 2019, they lost to the Rams, 27-30. 2018, right. they, beat, they beat Dallas, 20, Dallas and 2018, 16-8. Yeah, so, so we just got to find out about 2020. Otherwise, well, it would have been 2020. Remember, remember, we beat the Jets. We beat the Jets. There ah. it was 2021. Yes. Yep. Yeah. With Sam Darnold. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 No Google needed. Yeah, because he, okay. he had the touchdown to Robbie Anderson or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 That was the big, team. Yep. the big facade, you know. We yep. thought, all right. Yep. 
Yeah, no, because and then I remember that Cowboys game. That was the last time we had a truly good team because we went and then we yeah. got swept by New Orleans that year. But we actually that was McCaffrey and Cam, and they were all. That was the year with the oh, you've been watching film too against the Packers yeah. thing. Yeah. So that was the last was time the we truly against, had fun. The comeback against Philly. Yep. The comeback against down Philly seventeen. Year, yep. Yep. So yeah, that was yeah, that was the year too. Last wow. last the last year we truly had fun was what twenty eighteen. So. Yeah. How many beers deep are you going to be at your kickoff? I'm going to be at Mark's bachelor party up in Boone. Oh. We got a house rented and shit, and we going to be watching in, like, a big-ass theater room they got in that house. So I'm going to be fucked Ooh. up. If we, yeah, I'll tell you what, if we're losing, oh, my God, that's going to be a bad day. So, are you, so you're staying through Sunday into Monday? Yeah, yeah okay. we're leaving Monday because that was well, the whole, like, that was part of it. Like, yeah. well, we were like, shit, if we're going to stay, fucking play some golf on Saturday. Yeah. Bam. All right, so then if you had to put a number on it, how many beers you hitting before kickoff? Oh, uh, before, probably only, probably four. I'll go four. Okay. Maybe, maybe even three because, you know, Saturday might get a little wild. That's four. true. Yeah. Four is a big only number for 1 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, well, and not, who, knows, who knows? Not on a bachelor else, party. Yeah. Who, knows what else, who, who knows what else is going to go on before? So it yeah. can only be two. Before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might get a lot of substances or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two to four range. I'll, okay. I'll four if I'm, you know, feeling right and we had a nice breakfast and I'm not all hungover. Yeah. Uh, I had to limit myself once I got to like the two kid range. I wouldn't start drinking to at least 11 because if it started before then, it got way out of hand. And then I had to like also be a parent and try to do that at, with two kids. So I was like, all right, 11 is the, the top. So I think I'll probably be at the most would be three. It depends on how fast and smooth they go down and what beers I choose to drink. So I, I think I'll go three before kick. Four will be right at kick will probably be my fourth one. Yeah, I'm gonna stay away from the IPAs before the game, at least. Fair enough. Fair enough. I might be. Uh, I'm gonna say because you know I'm not a beer, so I might be four shots. In. Oh, hey. okay. Hey, okay. You'll be yeah. energized, baby. Yeah, I might be four shots. So I either be really turned in the corner, or I'll be really pissed in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at, Caleb? I'm working, man. Oh, I'll be, that's uh, right. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's okay. You might so be four cups many, of coffee in. How many cups of coffee or soda or whatever? I'll probably be a couple iced coffees in by that point. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then hopefully a shit ton of alcohol afterwards to celebrate. Fair enough. Fair enough. At, at the casino in Kansas City. There you go. Uh, that'll be yeah. Right. That'll be yeah. Right. yeah. Yes. Jeeves, what you, what you thinking? Probably two or three. You gonna go too hard on Saturday? Were you just over there in a the corner burping up? You, nah. you know, dinner? Okay, all right, nah. all right. You gonna be quiet, Jeeves? You're gonna be ready to rock for the TV, Jeeves? I'll be ready to rock. All right. Don't don't take too many lemon drops on that Saturday <laughs> night when you hang out. Oh, oh man, no the things are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Appreciate it, fellas. And uh, let's see, Lurs, how do we uh, send it out? Peace.